I'm going to tell you the story of how to quit your job and start making money by telling you my story of how I quit my job and went on to make millions of dollars. Welcome to the Michael Cheney podcast. I'm the owner of growfast.biz. I've grown from zero to several million dollars in personal net worth with my internet businesses, and I'm on a mission to give away everything I know for free. I'm doing this because I want to leave a legacy, I want to make a difference in the world, and if you ever need help implementing it all, you might want to reach out to us. Now, I've only worked one job ever. It was literally my first and last ever job. Before I got this job, I was at university. I studied German and business administration. I always knew for the longest time I wanted to be in business. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Now, during my university degree, the internet kind of came about, technically invented in the 60s. But when I was at university, the first ever internet browser was born, Netscape. I remember walking into the university library and seeing all of these screens with this amazing thing on, this browser that nobody had ever seen and you could see images on it, you could see text. Now, before this, I was using the internet or telnet. So I was communicating with people. We could use email and we could communicate in what was called bulletin boards, which if you're born in the 80s or the 90s, then you won't even remember these things. But this was communicating with people through the internet, but there weren't browsers and there wasn't instant messenger. Obviously, this is way before social media or any of that stuff. But I did embrace that technology. Then when uh, browsers came about and I first saw these, I was like, wow, like a visual representation of the internet where you could search information and I was like, this is amazing. I have to get a job. I have to do something in this. I started actually building websites. I would look at the code behind the scenes of websites to try and understand how they work, right? Because I was just fascinated by this thing. And I started creating my own websites. I even tried selling websites and coding for other people. But it was too early. Nobody really knew what the internet was at this point. But this is what I did. And then I had a year abroad in Germany as part of my degree. Spent a year in Germany, drinking a lot of beer. This was when GeoCities was around. And if you remember GeoCities, where you could create your own little page, your own little community. And I used this to tell the story of that year and everybody that I met and all the friends posted pictures. I was scanning pictures in. I was the first person that anybody in my circle of friends knew how to do this because this was before digital cameras were around. People loved it. That was my obsession with the internet and with the World Wide Web. In my last year of university, I had super long hair and I was like, okay, it's time to get serious. I'm going to have to get money. I tried a little bit of selling that website thing. Didn't quite work because I was too early, quite frankly. Nobody even wanted a website or knew what one was. What I decided to do is just apply for as many jobs as humanly possible to different companies around the UK. And one of those companies was Mobile. And I went down to an interview in London, a multi-day interview. They put us up in the Ritz Hotel, really rich, fancy, posh hotel. And they actually watch you. They were there watching, see how you behaved in this environment out of your comfort zone with this silver service and waiters. And it all went really well. And in the final stages of the interview, they said two jobs available. There's one in London and there's one in Aberdeen in Scotland. So I was like, okay, I'll take the, I'll take the Scotland job if it's going. Great, you're the only one pretty much who's going for that. I got the job. So I flew up. Little did I know when I looked at the map, it's like 200 miles north of Edinburgh. It's like in the highlands of Scotland. I landed, I got in a taxi. I couldn't even understand the language because people were speaking with a local dialect and accent. Missing like in the lamp and everything in the sheep. This can't go to nice between And that was me. That was my new life and my job with ExxonMobil. Now, this job was kind of sold to me as like the ultimate job. It was the biggest company company in the world at that point and I was on the graduate program and they said the opportunities are vast it's amazing and I got into this job and I realized very very quickly that it was a trap it's a trap hey Chaniacs if you're a visual learner and you'd like to get my free teachings on video then head over to my YouTube channel because seeing things on screen can actually help you retain the information better so if you want to do that just go to youtube.com forward slash Michael Chaniacs youtube.com forward slash Michael Chaniacs 
Okay, back to the show. A lot of the people around me had been there for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and I'd seen the light go out in their eyes. Literally, I had looked into their eyes and they were dead on the inside. And I was like, is this it? And I was just totally disillusioned. I hated the job with a passion. The money was not actually too bad. And ironically, looking back on my wage slips, which I found several years after quitting my job, I was absolutely shocked by how much I was being paid because at the time I absolutely loathed it. No amount of money in the world would have kept me there because it was just destroying my soul. Now, I would try to encourage people at that job. I was saying, look, the internet's taking off. Everybody's doing the World Wide Web. I was trying to encourage the biggest company in the world to embrace the internet and they would not. So I was this tiny, tiny little cog in this huge machine. I couldn't make any difference. Now, the final straw came. Well, there's two final straws. The penultimate straw was when I spoke to my boss and I was like, look, I don't like this. I'm not getting any enjoyment for it. I don't feel like I'm giving value. I don't feel like I'm contributing to anything. I don't feel like I'm making a difference here. And he said, well, yeah, you just got to kind of bide your time, maybe speak to my boss. So I spoke to my boss's boss and he said, yeah, I'm just holding on until retirement in 10 years when I can do something that I enjoy. And I was like, holy, like, you are kidding me. I was in my 20s at this point. I'm like, I'm not sitting here for 35 years swallowing garbage and doing something I hate for the vast majority of waking hours of my entire adult life just to wait for retirement. Are you joke? Are you serious? Are you serious? So I couldn't believe it. That was the, like the penultimate straw. And then the total final straw was when I stood in for somebody that went on maternity leave. This was somebody who was a couple of ranks above me and she was going on maternity leave and I had to sit in with her and she would get me up to speed on this job before she went away. And I felt like super important. Okay, this is a step up. This is finally my big chance. Okay, it was working in SAP and there were all these reports and things to do and charts that I had to print out and metrics I had to measure. I was like, wow, this is super important. I feel important now. I'm actually doing something of value. I can expand and I love this. Now, after about a month of doing this, I wasn't really getting any feedback from anybody, right? Now, I'm not a needy person. I'm like, I don't need all of that stuff, but it felt a bit weird. It, I was putting all these reports out that she told me to do on all the charts I was posting up on bulletin boards and things like that that she'd said we needed to do. One day I went into my boss's office and I said, oh, here's the week's reports, you know, that, that I've been working away on. We don't really look at those. What? We don't really use any of this stuff. So this entire job, this entire role that had been handed over to me and spoon fed to me, and I'd learned it for three months, and I believed it was this super important thing that actually made a difference in the organization was completely meaningless. And that's when I realized a little bit like that scene in the Matrix with Neo, when he finally sees for the first time, finally sees the reality, I'm like, holy crap, this is our life. Like, what the hell? 35 years, I'm supposed to chow this down? Screw that. Literally, within about a couple of weeks of this realization, I was out of that. I wrote my retirement letter I was supposed to. Now, as this was going on, I'm not stupid, I had a side hustle going on. A side hustle wasn't even a thing back then. You know, you either were in a job for your life or you were an entrepreneur for life. There was none of this side hustle thing. That just didn't really exist. And all this time, I'm still obsessed and mega excited by the internet. So I thought, well, maybe I can come up with one of these ideas. So my idea was to start an online community for seniors because it was the fastest growing demographic, believe it or not, on the internet, right? They had time, they had money to spend, and they were fairly technologically savvy. So I thought, I'm going to go after this demographic. So I started a website with my friends that targeted the senior demographic in the UK. And this was going on whilst I was still at work because that was my passion. So I would run home from work on a lunchtime and I'd actually spend about 20 minutes, 25 minutes just on a 
the launch time, just trying to get this site together and try and get it making money and try and crack the code of, of making money online and I'd go back to work. And at the end of the day, I would go back home and from 6 p.m. till midnight, I would slave away on my internet side hustle to try and get it working. I nearly lost everything during this two-year period that I was simultaneously holding down this job that I literally loathed and simultaneously trying to get this internet thing started. But it came to the point where I just had to quit. I believe I'm kind of fairly quite a big risk taker, but I didn't want to make that shift initially from employment to doing this new thing with the internet because it, it wasn't really making that much money. I mean, we were getting some money from advertisers. I was also doing some consulting on the side because I'd actually, separate to my work and separate to the, the seniors website, I'd learned so much about how to drive traffic. I was actually now consulting for the Scottish government. I was consulting for small business owners and getting paid pretty decent money to do that, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't even half of what I was getting paid at my job. So I was looking at a black and white. And I was like, do I make the leap now? Is this sufficient? Because you, you can reach that cap. If you have a side hustle on, you might think, well, I want to get the side hustle to where it's making at least what I'm making with my job or more. And then I'll make the switch. And that feels natural. That feels like an obvious decision to make because once you've got it making the same as what your job is, then you feel more confident. You feel safe to do that, right? But the only point is, are you ever going to get it to 100% of your existing revenue without 100% of your time and focus? It's very difficult to do that, to do two things so simultaneously and get both to the equivalent level of each other. So I knew I had to get out of there. Hey, Chaniacs, I've had a ton of people tell me they get more value from this podcast than most of the paid products they've invested in, which is awesome. Now, when you share this podcast with someone else, it's like a gift. They'll get massive value and they'll thank you for it. They might even repay the favor and give you something awesome in return. And it's making a difference by helping fellow entrepreneurs. It also helps me spread these free teachings far and wide and leave the legacy too. So thank you in advance for sharing it with others. Now, back to the show. Now, for me, the final push actually came from my, my dad, my late father. You can see I've got a picture of him up here. Way, way conservative. On a scale of one being no risk and 10, you'd go all in on every opportunity. My dad was probably like a three out of 10. And I spoke to my dad at length about this situation, how I hate my job. I had this opportunity to try and jump and go and do my own thing online. And he just said, you don't want to look back on your life and regret what you didn't do. I was expecting him to say like, do not do this. Like you've got this job in the biggest company in the world. You're on their graduate program. You were taken on out of a hundred people that applied. Stick with it, you know, find a way to make it work. But he's like, you should go for it. It's going to be different in every case. I'm not going to tell you to quit your job. All I will tell you is you will work way, way harder as an entrepreneur, particularly in those initial years for way, way, way less in those initial years that you make the jump than you you ever would in a job. Okay, So if you're doing it for instant or quick money, think twice. Because I went from working nine to five for X amount of money, let's just say three to $4,000 a month, to working five to nine, like 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. at least for a fraction of that money. I now make several thousand dollars, quite often 10, 15, $20,000 a day. Decision for me was made simple, obviously by my dad's recommendation, obviously by the amount of pain that I had with my existing job. So for you, you've got to look at what's your level of risk, what's your work ethic like, and what's your motivation. Right? Money is the only thing that's driving you, it won't be enough. You need to feel a fire in your belly. Now, I'm not saying it needs to be a passion. A lot of people say, oh, you've got to be passionate, saying, follow your passion. That's a total crock watching Netflix and eating pizza. You're not going to make a job out of that. If you're passionate about entrepreneurship, about business, if you lie awake at night coming up with ideas and you read things and you're like, yes, I think I, I want to do this. I don't know exactly how I'm going to do it. But if you feel that fire, then you should probably make 
the leap. I did have a mortgage at this point, so I did have some responsibilities. I had a serious girlfriend who's now come on to become my wife, but we didn't have kids or anything, so I didn't have a lot of responsibilities. However, I will tell you this, it's never too late. The classic example is Colonel Sanders, who I believe was in his 70s when he set up KFC. He was going around with this idea, went knocked on thousands of doors. No, 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 got thousands of no's. Finally, somebody agreed to, to help him set up that business, and obviously the rest is history. So it's never too late. Obviously, the earlier they do it, the quicker you'll achieve success. I hope this has been a value for you. If you liked it, give it a like, comment, or share, and I'll speak to you soon. Hey, Chaniacs, I'd be eternally grateful if you'd leave a review for me on this podcast. I don't put any ads or sponsorships on here, so when you leave a review, it helps get this free training into the hands of the entrepreneurs who really need it. It just takes a few clicks to do, and your review will make my day. And more importantly, it will create a ripple effect to help the fate and fortunes of countless entrepreneurs. Thank you.